Jesus, we glorify you, Father. We honor you, O God. We exalt you, O Lord. Oh yes, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this wonderful day, O God. Now, we are alive, O Jesus. Glory to you. We are alive to profess your name, to proclaim your gospel unto nations, O Lord. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life, for the gift of eternal life. We thank you, Lord, for salvation. We thank you, Father, for your divine protection, not only over us, but our children and our families and our countries in the name of Jesus, O Lord. We thank you, Father, for these opportunities you have, yeah, that you have given us, O Lord, to share your word with your people, O God. Father, I pray that your word will become a seed in our hearts, O God, that it grows, that it will grow until we come to the full knowledge of your gospel, Father God. Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy, O God. We thank you, Father, for your outpouring of your blessings oh God we thank you for the souls that will be saved because of your holy word oh Lord Father you are worthy to be praised worthy to be magnified worthy to be glorified oh God there is no one else like you Father God in Jesus name I pray Amen thank you Lord well let me take this time to greet you brothers and sisters in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus, in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus, I am a latter-day preacher. Uh, this is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word, of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. I hope that you are well. I hope that you are doing so well. You know, I just want to tell you something. I love you guys, and I thank you. I thank you for everything that you do because you always make sure that you tune in. You know, I, I just want to say I, I appreciate that uh, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Well, today, let us go to the back to the business of the day. Today's message, the topic of today's message is false prophets and false teachers, false prophets slash false teachers, alright? False prophets slash false teachers. Our main scripture is from Matthew. Uh, we will read from verse 15, verse 15, verse 15 until to, I think, verse 20. Verse 15 to verse 20. So let us go into, without wasting any time, let us go into, um, into our reading, into our reading, into our reading. Praise God mighty jesus so we are talking about this is a parable that jesus made about the tree and its fruit hallelujah so let us read beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep but are really vicious wolves beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep but are really vicious wolves. Remember today we are reading from NLT. Um, yes, praise God. So um, the Bible is here. As we begin, we start with the warning, verse 15. 
Jesus is warning us as his body, is warning us as the church that we must be aware of false prophets because when these men come, they don't come uh, different. They come, you know, uh, with um, beautiful suits, carrying Bibles and streaming the name of Jesus in the pulpits as if because remember what the Bible says about the, the, the devil you know the devil says that the devil he does parade he go around as a, a, as the angel of light praise God when when people would were not um, rooted in the word of God see a, a false prophet they can never distinguish they can never distinguish between a false or a true prophet that is why it is important that you must be rooted in the word that means you must know understand the word of god very well so before the bible says beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep but are really vicious wolves verse 16 you can identify them by their fruit now this is very important you can identify them by their fruit that is by the way they act by the way they act can you pick graves from thorn bushes or figs from tassels no hallelujah so the, the bible says you can identify them by their fruits by their fruits that is by the way they act. So in other words, um, by their fruit is the way they act or the way they conduct themselves. But today's false prophets and false teachers, you can't really tell. Praise God. Because with the way they act is so normal. Today's false teachers and false prophets, praise God, it is by what they say, praise God, it is by what they say, and of course, how they act when they are not in, before the eyes of people, praise God, because they, they try by all means to hide, you know, what they do in, in, in private, they, they try by all means to hide what they, how they act when they are not uh, standing on the pulpit they try by all means to hide it praise God but you know whatever you do in the darkness as the Bible says that it will be brought into the light that is why many of them praise God have been exposed and God is conti- continues to expose them praise God continues because the sleeping around with girls in the church it will, it, 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 that cannot be hidden forever Praise God. Staging uh, uh, miracles that cannot be hidden together, that cannot be hidden forever. Staging testimonies that cannot be hidden uh, forever, that will be brought into the light one day. Praise God. So you cannot fool all people all the time. That is what I'm saying. There is a God in heaven and he is there for a reason. He is our father. He, uh, he exposes darkness in the church so the bible says that you know a good tree produces good fruit right a bad tree produces bad fruit Mm -hmm. a good tree in verse 7 it says a good tree produces a good fruit 
and a, 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 and a bad tree produces bad fruit. Now, I want us to, to take this to, you know, I want us in this context, you know, refer to the congregation as the bad fruit. You know, you know when you have, in, in this instant, I want us in this context to take the preacher, to take the preacher as the tree, as the tree, as the tree that produces fruit. So if it is a bad tree, it will never produce a good fruit. So the teacher or the, or, or, or the false prophet in this context, is the bad, it is a bad tree. Or the false teacher is a bad tree. So you cannot expect that bad tree to produce you know, um, a, 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 a congregation that is rooted on the word of God. Because in this context, praise mighty Jesus, in this context, a bad fruit is the congregation. A bad fruit is the church in which that, that false prophet operates. So whatever he teaches in the pulpit, obviously, it is not the true doctrine or the sound doctrine of Jesus Christ. So you cannot expect the congregation of the church to know because they have been taught deception. Praise God. They have been taught deceptions. The Bible has been distorted. Praise God. But they do have Bibles in their hands. That, that is what amazes me about people that they do carry Bibles every day. They have them in their houses. They carry them to church. But they cannot distinguish between a true doctrine and a false doctrine. Why? Because they truly believe that what that man says, you know, it's a revelation. Because you know how false teachers and false prophets will, will be like. They always say that, you know, there is this new revelation that God has, has put in my heart. This new, and they will, that is how they twist and distort the word of God. That is how they deceive multitudes of people. You know, when you are being deceived, you begin to believe in wrong things. Praise God, that are in contradiction of the word of God. And, I, and, 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 and I'm sorry to say this, but you, know, you will not be exempted when it comes to the day, when, when it comes to the day when God judges the, judges the church. You will not be exempted. If your pastor is going to hell, you too will follow him. You will go to hell with him. Praise God. Praise God. Because you have, you have the Bible in your hand, but you choose to believe what that man says as truth, not the word of God. That is why people today are so gullible and so ignorant, because they don't even study the word. They go to church to highlight a verse, and then they go home. They put the Bible away until it gathers dust, and then they wipe the dust away the next following Sunday. They go to church, and those people become victims of false prophets and false teachers because they are not rooted in the truth of God. Hallelujah. So it's time that the church wakes up. Hallelujah. It's time that the church really wakes up. So verse 19 says, So every tree that does not produce a fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. I have said in verse 18, a good tree can produce bad fruit. No way. When you are when you attend a church that is rooted, that exalts Jesus Christ, you can never go wrong because you will 
know the true doctrine of Jesus Christ. When you know the true doctrine of Jesus Christ, that means you know the will of the Father. When you know the will of the Father, you will live according to that will. But when you know, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go deep in this. Let me just finish um, this scripture so that we can go to the next one and and and, and get to understand the topic and. Uh, much 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 further hallelujah so the bible says so every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and into the fire so your your, your teacher and your, your your pastor your apostle your evangelist is that dead tree and unfortunately you are the fruits that man is producing praise god so you have been praise god on the receiving end of the false doctrine that has been teaching but the, the problem is is the fact that you are so ignorant so much so that you believe in what he teaches you believe even though you carry the truth in your hand because you have the holy bible you have the scriptures in your hand you have your own bible but you choose to believe the nonsense that that man is teaching you that apostle of yours is teaching you that prophet of yours is teaching you that pastor of yours, that evangelist of yours is teaching you. You choose to believe that nonsense that contradicts the word of God. Mm. Thank you, Lord. I pity you. So verse 20 says, Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify, you, are, you can identify people by their actions. I want us to go back to, I want us to go to, 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 to Second Peter. Thank you, Jesus. I want us go to I want us to go to Second Peter because we have to go deep into this subject of false teachers and, and, and false prophets. False prophets slash false teachers. I want us to go deeper in this um, chapter two. Second Peter chapter two verse one. Now the Bible says. The Bible says, now the Bible here is talking about the danger of false teachers, right? So, the Bible says, but there were also false prophets in Israel. So, the, the, the thing of false prophets is not a new phenomenon. You know it even from the Old Testament. You know about the prophets of Baal. Praise God. That, that the prophets that were opposing Elijah, and many other prophets. You know about these prophets. But there were also false prophets in Israel, just as there will be false prophet, false teachers among you. They will cleverly teach destructive heresies. They will cleverly teach, underline, cleverly teach destructive heresies. What seem to be a good teaching, praise God, if you are not rooted in the word of God, praise God, you will be misled, my brother. Because what appears to be a good teaching, praise God, it is not, praise God. Because these men and women who come as, 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 who come as harmless sheep, but on the inside they are wolves. These men and women who come as false teachers, they know the Bible very well. And these people are very smart. Most, most of them are very smart. 
praise God. So you have to be really rooted in the word of God to catch them in their lie. They, 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 they distort the word. Sometimes you don't even know that what he's teaching is it, it is a distorted version of the word of God. It is not the true word of God. Praise my teachings. That is why they love people who don't know the Bible. That is why they love gullible people. That is why they love um, people who um. What is the word? What is the word? What is the word that I am looking for? That is why they love people that are are easily easily led astray. You know, um, there is a word that I'm looking for. You know, this English is not my language at all, so I'm struggling. But there were also false prophets in Israel. Just there will be false prophets among you. They will cleverly teach. They will cleverly teach destructive heresies and even deny the master who bought them. In this way, they will bring sudden destruction on themselves. Praise God. But there is a reward. That is what the Bible is saying. For each and every one of these false prophets that awaits them. And as they teach destructive heresies, destruction awaits them. Praise God. So if you if you if you are in a church where you know that the teaching that is being taught there, we will get to the teaching. Alright, we will get to the teaching. But I just wanted to lay the ground first. We will get to the teaching that in these in these churches that it is being taught. Praise mighty Jesus, which is which is a teaching that is contrary to the sound doctrine of Jesus Christ. Is something that is contrary to the sound teaching because these people are looking for gullible people. These people are looking for desperate people. You have to be desperate. You have to be poor. You have to be you 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 you, you know all sorts of people. You have to be lost, especially people who don't know the word of God. They are so easily to manipulate. Hallelujah. So, verse two says. Many will follow their evil teaching and shameful immolarity. And because of these teachers, the way of truth will be slandered. The unfortunate part is that many will follow. And the unfortunate part is that we see these things happening today in the church. I have talked about a bad fruit. You know, and I have referred to these false prophets slash false teachers as the bad fruit, as the bad trees that produces the bad fruit. The bad fruit in this context is the congregation or the multitudes of people that sit in pews and listening to the lies that these men, to the deception, to the distortion that these men teach. You are the bad fruit. You are the bad fruit. And the Bible says that, you know, when a fruit is bad, when a fruit is bad, as much as the tree, a bad tree is thrown into the fire, in the lake of fire, the bad fruit is also thrown into the lake of fire because no one tea eating bad fruit. Praise God, bad fruit. So even you as the congregation, you know, there is no excuse because you have the Bible. There is no excuse. That is why God says, no, I have given them freedom of choice. You have been given freedom to choose between wrong or right, but you chose to listen to this nonsense, to this rubbish that will take you to hell. There is a lake of fire that awaits 
these men who are misleading the people of God. But there is also a lake of fire that um, uh, awaits all those who are gullible, who are ignorant, who are desperate. Praise God. Hmm. Hallelujah. Now the Bible says, many will follow, will follow their evil teaching and shameful immorality. I'm not going to mention churches. But if you know South Africa and you follow what is happening in South Africa, you have seen you know, mega churches closing down in this country. You have seen men, so, so-called men of God, running away from this country to, to back to their countries or somewhere in Europe. You have seen other churches being closed down. You have seen the investigations that are happening. Church is not under persecution, not yet. Praise God. It's just that God is in the process of exposing. Before the great revival, God must expose the rot that is in the church. And the rot that is in the church are the false teachers and the false and the false pastors. They must be exposed for who they are. Praise God. Hopefully many people will come into their senses, but it does not seem so. Because even if these men are not here in South Africa as we speak, these men have led a lot astray. These men have performed fake miracles. They have staged fake testimonies and fake miracles. They have claimed to have raised people from death, from death, but they have been proven wrong. Praise God. These men have, uh, 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 have taken money from people using the Bible. These men have misled thousands and thousands of you, but still people stand by these men because people are no longer after the truth. But people enjoy being deceived, enjoy being misled. Let's hope that they will enjoy going to hell. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now the Bible says, the Bible says in verse 2, Many will follow their evil teaching and shameful immorality. And because of these teachers, their way of truth will be slandered. Um, verse 3 in their dread they will make up clever lies to get hold of you oh God to get hold of your money in their dread they will make up clever lies to get hold of your money but God condemned them long ago and their destruction will not be delayed <laughs> you know the Bible is clear it, it does not even need to be um, um, the word does not even need to be divided. The gospel should be simple, should be clear. You know, the time to call a spade a gardening tool, it's over. You know, a spade is a spade and today it's time. You know, in this season, basically, because we are, praise God, close to the day, to the, to the end of time. We are close. Our Lord is about to come. For his church and, and and god is going to make sure that the dead and the rot is exposed in the church praise god only those who preach and teach the true gospel of jesus will remain in this church and they will stand the test of time do you see what the word of god says it says as in their dread they will make up clever lies to get hold of your money how many people have been scammed in churches today because of their desperation? A poor person will be told that, you know, in order for God, in order for this 
breakthrough that I see in the spirit to take place. Bring me 1,000. You know, pay a seed of 1,000. This is a poor person. He can barely afford a loaf of bread. And you tell this person, and, and this person will, will go and make a loan or borrow money from a friend or a family member and so and bring to church. And when what you have said, it does not come to pass. This person will be so demoralized that he will sit at home. He will never go back to, to, to church again. He will begin to blame God. Not, not, he will not blame himself, his ignorance and all. He will begin to blame God when God has nothing to do with this. As a result, this person will never inherit the kingdom of God. Why? Because he has been misled. That is the danger of false teachers. People who had potentially to go to heaven, they will not go to heaven because of the false doctrine that they will believe. These men will solicit money from innocent people, from ignorant people, people who don't know the word. Because people are so desperate to get married, people are so desperate to be rich, that they, 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 they will be scammed out of their last cent. Praise God. Praise Hallelujah. Praise God. No, 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 no. Brothers, this is not on. Sisters, this is not on. Wake up. Wake up from the slumber. All right? Now, verse 5 says, verse 4, For God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell in gloomy, in gloomy pits of darkness where they are being held until the day of punishment. For God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell in gloomy pits of darkness where they are being held until the day of judgment. So though pastor, you too, for that matter, you will not escape the wrath of God. A judgment will come. We will account for, for, for what we believe while we are on this earth, for what we do while we are on this earth, for who we serve. Because none of these churches exalt you. They seem to, pre to, to, to preach the, the gospel of Jesus. But the only person that is being exalted in that church is the man of God. That is why when you go to social media today, you will find people who are fighting among themselves, who are taking sides, who are exalting men, not Jesus Christ. People who will curse you, people who will kill you for their prophets, people who will kill you for their apostles, people who will kill you for their evangelists, for their pastors, for their teachers. Praise God. If you say anything that is against their teachers, oh my goodness, the insults uh, will be worse. Anyway, praise mighty Jesus. You know, the book of Luke, hallelujah. The book of Luke, chapter 8, verse 11, says that the seed is the word. The seed. You know, Jesus has just made uh, uh, a parable of a sower. He talked of the one who was scattering the seed. And the one who was scattering the seed is the, is the preacher, right? Because the preacher is the one who is scattering the seed. So the seed in this instance is the word. Praise God. Is the word. Praise God. There is nothing that is important than the word of God. Praise God. I don't care 
if your preacher or if your if if your apostle your teacher your pastor performs miracles he raises people from dead that is not important that is not important what is important is the seed that he plants and the seed that he plants is the word of god so if the seed that is plants is the sound doctrine of the gospel of jesus christ then you are blessed you are blessed you are blessed because none of these things none of the miracles none of the prophecies none of this will take us to heaven but the word of god will hallelujah but the word of god will indeed thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus so i don't want you to confused brothers and sisters about this no 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 there is nothing that is more important than the word of god i don't care who says what there is nothing that is important than the word of god so don't be fooled don't be fooled don't be fooled don't be fooled let us go to first timothy yes we are going deep into the word we are talking about false teachers and false prophets today and we will say you will see them by their fruits we said that the fruit in this interest in in this instance or in this context is the congregation so if the fruit is rotten well the fruit is no good so if the tree that that bears the fruit is a, is a bad tree then uh, it's, it is useless like the bible says that it will be thrown into the fire so the tree we said it is the pastor context right we said the tree and you are the fruit so it is very very it is imperative basically it is imperative that you find yourself in a good church that teaches the gospel of Jesus Christ the true and the sound gospel of Jesus Christ it is important it will not help you to chase after miracles because none of those things will make a way for you to in heaven none of this but the word of god the word of god the sound doctrine of jesus will make a way for you to heaven because when you believe in jesus and you know his his true word then you will know his promises you will know his will and you will live according to his will right okay let us go to first i said first timothy chapter 6 chapter 6 verse 3 verse 3 to 10 chapter 6 verse 3 to 10 first timothy uh, chapter 6 verse 3 to 10 so some people may contradict our teaching mm-hmm. the uh, uh, some people may contradict our teaching but these are the wholesome teachings of the lord jesus christ the teachings the teachings promote a godly life the teaching so take notice of this all right take it one the the sound teaching of, of, of Jesus Christ promotes promotes godly life godly life so what is godly life godly life is holiness is holiness is holiness is being rooted in the word of god right that is how you're going to know that you are in a good church 
that good church will teach holiness, will teach godly life. Praise God. So verse 4 says, anyone who teaches something different is arrogant and lacks understanding. Such a person has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meaning of words. This stirs up arguments, ending in jealousy, division, slander, and evil suspicions. Hallelujah. So now we are talking about now the true um, the gospel of Jesus Christ. All right. So when you when you are in a how 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 do you know that you are in a in a, in a good church? You will know a good church by the teaching that is that is being taught on the pulpit. Right. So if that church teaches godly life. That church will exalt Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ will become a topic of that church. Holiness will become a topic of that church. Because we are called into holiness. Praise God. We are called nothing else. So if anyone teaches any other gospel than the one that the Bible says it must be taught. Then that, that church is not where you're supposed to be. Hallelujah. But we are going, we are, we are going deep into that right now. Just right now. So anyone who teaches something different is arrogant and lacks understanding. Such a person has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meaning of words. This stirs up arguments ending in jealousy, division, slander, and evil suspicion. Verse 5 says, those people always cause trouble. Yes, their minds are corrupt. Yes, and they have turned their backs on the truth. Yes. To them, a show of godliness is a way to become wealthy. To them, a show of godliness is a way to become wealthy. Look at the doctrine that is being taught in your church, brother and my sister. Is that gospel enriching the pastor? Is he the one with the shiny suits? Is he the one with private jets? Is he the one that tells you to pay a seed of 1,000 in your life will be better, but yet only his life seems to be better? Only him seems to be blessed by God, but not you. Praise God. Look, don't be, don't be, don't, don't, don't be misled. Don't be deceived. Don't be a victim of these pastors. You know, and they are selling you a dream, a dream that will never come true. Praise God. They were selling you a dream, a dream that will never come true. Praise God. There is nothing that will ever make God to bless you. No, no your money, your money, the money that you put on the altar will never make God to bless you. Praise God. The Bible says, I, I love this verse and I always quote this verse. You know, in Matthew chapter 6, it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. God is calling us into righteousness. So we gain righteousness by faith. We gain righteousness by faith, right? We gain righteousness by So when we have faith in God and we trust in him, praise God, we will seek his kingdom. So what, 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 what does his kingdom entail? When we say that we are seeking the kingdom of God, that means we are seeking his will. We want to know him personally. There is only one way to know God personally. It is through the scripture and prayers. Through the scripture and prayers. So the more you read the scripture, the more you pray, the more you begin to understand 
God because by that way you are seeking so if you are seeking the scriptures then if you are seeking God then and you are seeking his kingdom then then you are pleasing to him and then God says that whatever hard desires you have maybe you have a desire of being a businessman maybe you have a desire of 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 of, of going back to school or of whatever desire that you have as long it is a desire that is that is aligned with the will of, with the will of God then that you, you shall receive it but it not in your own time in God's time right so wait the bible says that one of the fruits of the spirit is patience so you wait upon the lord i will wait upon the lord you wait until god opens those doors that you've been desiring wait upon the lord but as you are waiting continue to seek his face continue to seek his kingdom and his righteousness continue to walk in his ways and the bible says that whatever that you desire it shall be added unto you and god is not a man that you should lie nor is he a son of man that he should repent right so trust in god not in man so whatever that man that has been teaching you in that church teaching you um, and, and not leading you to Christ but to the things of this world corrupting your mind remember that you are born of incorruptible seed of imperishable seed cor- incorruptible seed now a, a man who is corruptible is standing before you telling you all these lies and you believe it when you have the bible read your bible seek the will of god know the promises that god has for you My goodness. I don't know if you, if if somebody hears me out there. So these people always cause trouble. Their minds are corrupt and they have turned their backs on the truth. To them a show of godliness is just a way to become wealthy. Praise God. Praise God. And they tell you. They tell you that you know what? You are born again Christian. You are not supposed to be poor. No, um, but the only way they tell you how to accumulate wealth is by giving them money, because they will tell you there's no other way. Pay a seed, uh, pay your tithes, uh, do this, do that, give this, give that, and God will bless you. But this God seems to be blessing only them because they are distorting the word of God because they are lying and they are deceiving you, and you are being you be, you are becoming more broke. than you were before you went to the church praise god it's time to wake up to find yourself a true church of jesus christ yes true godliness with, with contentment is 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 it itself great wealth yes true godliness first success yes true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth true godliness true godliness. Remember what the Bible says about the things that are seen and the things that are not seen. Praise God. Right? So you must not put your heart on things that are seen. Because these things the Bible says that they are temporary. The cars that your pastor is telling you about, um, the businesses that your pastor is telling you about. Yeah, you are you've been paying see. You've been giving to church hoping to have that breakthrough. You cannot pay God. God cannot be paid. God cannot be mocked.
amount you cannot pay for, for, for God to bless you. The blessings of God are free. That is why unbelievers are more rich than, than Christians. That is why Muslims are more rich than Christians. That is why people who don't even know God are more rich than you. Because we are being lied to. And, be, and because we don't know the word of God and his promises, we, and we believe whatever these false teachers and false pastors teach us. You cannot pay God. You cannot provoke God by your money. You cannot pay God. God is not moved by you giving the seed in church. But God is moved by your faith in him. Knowing that one day, in one day, my God will open a door for me. As long as I continue to seek his kingdom and his righteousness. He has promised me in his word that all these other things shall be added unto me. I know my God is not a man that he should, he should lie, nor is he a son of man that he should repent. Tell yourself that. Don't listen to these false pastors and false prophets because they are the only ones that seem to be getting rich. They are the only ones who have private jets. They are the only ones who have kids who attend private schools. They are the only ones who are living in, in, in mansions while you live in a shack. They are the only ones who are driving Mercedes-Benz when you when you taking taxes and buses to church. It is all because of your money. And it is all because you are gullible. It is all because you are desperate. It is all because you don't know the word of God. Well, if you don't know the word of God, you don't know God. That is why today you are a victim. God will allow that to happen to you. Until you come to your senses. Jesus. Verse 8 says, If we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. Verse 9 says, But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. That will own that 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 is the only, 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 only thing that you will get if you are after money, if you want to be rich, if you listen to these false prophets telling you about how to become rich. You know, we have pastors today in churches who teach people how to become rich. Praise God, how to escape poverty. Where is the gospel of Jesus Christ in that? That is nonsense. That is nonsense, that is rubbish, and you need to go from such a church. Find yourself the true church of Jesus Christ. Praise God. So, um, um, you, know, you lasting over these things can only lead you, praise God, as the Bible says, into harmful desires that will plunge you into ruin and destruction. Be wise. Hmm. Lord, people are so gullible. People are so gullible only because they don't study the word of God. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Don't you know what the Bible says in First Timothy chapter 6, verse 10? The Bible says, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people treasuring money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. That is what will happen. But I don't blame you for being gullible. It's just that you went to a wrong church. A wrong church that is led by a bad tree. By listening to that bad tree, you have become a bad fruit. Praise God. You have become a bad fruit. You have listened to a false prophet, a false teacher. By, 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 by listening to them, 
you, you, you have wandered off from the faith. They have made you to lust over the things of this world. They have made you to think that people who are blessed by God are those people that are rich. Praise God. When the Bible clearly says that we must store our riches in heaven because that is where our wealth will not be damaged, will not be stolen, will not be defiled. Praise God. But you are busy trying to store your wealth on this earth where it can be hidden, where it cannot be hidden, where it can be stolen. Praise God. But you are busy. That is why today you are sitting at home and blaming God for your hoes. That is why today you are sitting at home and saying that there is no God. That is why today you are sitting at home and saying that there are no true pastors, there are no true preachers, there are no true prophets, there are no true apostles. That is why today you are sitting at home and saying that you will never go to do, put, set your foot in church again. It is because you went to the wrong church. But you went to the wrong church carrying the right, um, the right Bible. You had the Bible, the Holy Bible, but you chose not to read the Bible and listen to lies. Why can't we be like the Bereans? Hmm? Why can't we be like the Bereans? Huh? Why can't we be like the Bereans? Praise God. The Bereans, the Bible says that when, when, when Paul and Silas were teaching in their synagogue, the Bereans would go to the, to the Holy Scriptures to confirm if what this man is saying is true. Why can't we be like those? Why can't we emulate those? Why are today's um, believers so lazy? Why are we so easily misled by these false prophets and false teachers? Why can't we read the Bible for ourselves as God has intended? Why? So many questions, no answers. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We are about to finish. We are about to finish. We are about to finish. Let us go to Titus. To, to Titus. To Titus. Let us go to. Uh, let us go to Titus. Thank you, Jesus. Titus, chapter one. Verse 9. The Bible says, The Bible says in Titus chapter 1, verse 9, He must have a strong belief in the trustworthy message he was taught. Then he will be able to encourage others with wholesome teaching and show those who oppose it where they are wrong. Basically, the Bible says that, you know, um, we must hold fast to the true sound, to the true sound doctrine of Jesus Christ. Hold fast, hold on to the true word of Jesus Christ. Okay? That means you can never hold on to the true word of Jesus until you are in the right church, until the true word of Jesus is being taught. Because as much as I say that you read the Bible for yourself, but you need a leader who will divide the word, the true word of God, so that some of the things that are, are hidden, he, 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 by the wisdom of God, of the Holy Spirit, will reveal them to you, all right, so that you will be able to divide the word of God for yourself according to the will of God, and you need to read that word for yourself. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Jesus. Um, uh, because the word of God comes from God, all right? Because the word of God comes from God. Because the word comes from God. That is why it is important that we know the right word. So, so the purpose of the, of the word of God, firstly, you know, people know, this scripture has, has, been, has, been, has, been, has been read so many times, even in our churches. It has been read so many times in the churches that we attend, right? Um, uh, let us go to, to 2 Timothy chapter 3, and then you read from read verse 16. Uh, read verse 16, you know, the purpose of the word of God. The purpose of the word of God, right? So, so the Bible says, all scripture is inspired by God, right? And is useful to, that means, um, and the man that wrote the word of God, they did not write their wisdom, but they were inspired by the Holy Spirit to write the word. In, in, in other words, it is the Holy Spirit who whispered for what for them as well. You know the book of Revelation, you hear it clearly when the angel said, write this, don't write this, seal this, unseal this, when he's talking to John, right? So this, the, the word that we read today, the inspiration of God. It is not the wisdom of man or the, 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 the earthly wisdom. Uh, earthly wisdom. It is nothing else but the true word of God. Right. So all scripture is inspired by God and useful to teach. So in other words, the word of God is meant to teach. Teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. But in many churches today, we don't find that true teaching. Praise God. We find a lot of noise that is called, where is called what is called preaching. I'm telling you today that men cannot learn anything from preaching. I think this is a season for teaching. That is what I'm thinking, basically. That could be my own personal opinion, but I truly believe that for you to have people who are rooted in the sound doctrine of Jesus Christ, those people must be taught. You know, preaching has comes with a lot of noise, especially to us Africans. You know, we stream a lot and, and I really gain nothing when, when a man of God preaches, you know, because they stream a lot, you know, it does not make sense to me. I go home with an empty, you know when you preach, we'll take a verse, one line, and you preach about that one line for the whole, for the whole hour that you've been preaching. It makes no sense to me. But when a man teaches, oh, I listen attentively. I love teaching brothers and sisters. I love being taught. I listen. That is why the churches that I visited, even them, I, I will be attracted by the teaching in the pulpit. I'll be attracted because I love teaching more than preaching, right? Because I believe that this is a season of teaching. People need to be taught. The gospel needs to be taught. So that is why the book here, uh, the, the Bible here says, um, and is useful to teach what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. So it corrects us when we are wrong. It corrects us when we are wrong and it teaches us to do what is right. It corrects us what we are, what we are wrong. Yeah? Because that is the purpose of the Bible. The purpose is there to teach us what is true. You know, the purpose of the word of God is there to teach us what is true and to realize what is wrong in our lives. Then it is there for correction, to correct us when we are wrong and teaches us to, to do what is, in other words, it is there to rebuke us and correct us, okay? Verse 7 says, God uses it, to, uses it 
to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So for a pastor to be a good pastor, praise God, he, 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 he needs to learn the Bible thoroughly so that you, he can be equipped. He can be equipped. Because it is when, when God, before God uses you, he makes sure that you are fully equipped in him because you must come to the full knowledge of Jesus Christ because you cannot teach something that you are not fully equipped. So that is why you must be an expert in the Bible. You read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation for you to understand it and continue to read it until you die. If you die when you are 120, then you will continue to read the Bible until you are 120. Let us hold it there today. All I'm going to say is watch out and pray. There are false prophets out there who are in sheep's clothing, who are parading as true prophets. There are false teachers out there who are teaching destructive heresies in the church of God. Be on the watch out and pray. Pray that you will find a good church. Pray that you will not be a victim. Pray that you will love the word of God. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. I honor you. I glorify you, Jehovah, for this day. I thank you, Father, for the souls that will be saved because of your word. I thank you for your word, O God, because it is a seed that grows in our hearts, O Lord. Father, we continue to thank you continue to bless your name. I continue, O oh God, to exalt you in my life. I continue to magnify you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. I am Latter-day Preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. Until next time, I think that will be Monday. Bye-bye. Love you.